Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Excellent. Yes. And the cocktail of the week this week is the Hole in the Cup. <laughs> it's a good name, right? It, it is. Yes. It hole is. in the Cup. It is lime juice, simple syrup, pineapple juice, tiny bit of absinthe, tequila, and three slices of cucumber. Mmm. Cucumber is underrated in drinks. Yeah, so it's kind of like a margarita, right? Lime juice, simple syrup, and tequila. And then normally you'd have like triple sec. Like some people would put orange juice in a margarita, which is dumb and you shouldn't do. But this is pineapple juice. And then a little bit of absinthe just to be creative, I guess. To make it taste not quite as good. <laughs> Says you. Says me. Um, cucumber and drinks. I think it's good. That has yeah. me thinking of Pim's Cups. We, we don't have any pims here. We should bring some from Maryland. Do we not have any? No, we have oh. like gallons of it in Maryland, I think. We have much, yeah. There you go. Hole in the cup. I thought it was a golf thing. And then I was like, no, that's ball in the cup. Ball in the hole. There's no hole in the cup in golf. So never mind. It's just there's a hole. There's in a cup. cup in the hole in golf, though. There's a cup in the hole. There's a hole in the green and then they put a cup in it. And it's that's what your ball goes pose. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not really what what one says, but I get I get it. But yep. it's not really meant to be a golf drink. It's meant to be. It's dr I'm drinking this so fast there must be a hole in the cup. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you just made that up, so. Well, what do you think the meaning of this name is for this drink? This is not a thing that I care to analyze. I can't believe you walk around and don't wonder about these things. Nope. Walking around not analyzing drink names. Correct. <laughs> huh. Interesting. It's time for Administrative Corner. I love Administrative Corner. Bring it on. Uh, so two plushie-related administrative items this week. Yes. One is that um, they very kindly extended the Hopper plushie order deadline by seven days. It's still live. It's still live. It will be live at the time of recording for one day and 23 more hours. So basically until midnight on Friday, I think. It's Wednesday. One day brings it to Thursday night, and then 23 hours brings it to Friday night. Yes. Yep. So you can still order. If you got paid, you're getting paid on Friday, you could still order one. Are you looking at me? No, because you, you have ordered 100 plushies, <laughs> one at a time, putting in the shipping addresses of all of the people that we have uh, had anonymous plushies donated to. We've been putting in those orders so they can get them. I'm intimately familiar with the website. <laughs> <laughs> have you done them all? Did you finish those? Like the I, I last have like year? eight or ten left. Yeah. It's. I mean, you've spent like ten hours ordering plushies. Oh, I think. I don't know. It's been. I don't know. It's been that long. Man. Uh, anyway, I, I kudos to Jared. Dad. If you got a free plushie, uh, send Jared Dad <laughs> oh, no, at card a thank <laughs> you note because he put your order in. Making me embarrassed already. No, no. <laughs> this was supposed to be secrets. Secrets. Well, I'm telling the secrets Let's today. Just let them believe we have like gnomes running around doing. You're these the things. gnome. You and I don't <laughs> <be> gnomes. <laughs> maybe they, maybe it's Venk. Maybe it was Venk. So if your addresses are inaccurate, then it's <laughs> definitely Venk. <laughs> Actually, it's just your fault because I think you copied and pasted them from what people put just in the thing. Just random jumble of letters and numbers. That's definitely Venk. Yep. Uh, so that's it for Administrative Corner. Wait, you had two plushie related things. Oh, was... You can still order and Ingo has done many orders. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't include the ones for myself. Right. How many are there? I'm not telling. Okay. Well, I can't remember. <laughs> some some are late night. <laughs> um, dog <laughs> updates. I think we only have a Remy update this week. We have a 
good news update for Remy. Pretty good. So we got his final results back. Um, we had gotten like a first round of the final results, but they're like, we're going to put on an appendix, <laughs> an addendum. And uh, terminology was a little hard to understand if there would ever be a final result. So if you are a Patreon follower, a supporter on Patreon, you got the bonus podcast that we put out uh, over the weekend that talked about the fact that the preliminary final result was that he had T-zone lymphoma. And then we got the final final results, which is mm, we're not exactly sure what kind it is. But it's the good kind, if there's a good kind. <laughs> We're pretty so. sure it's the good kind. <laughs> Probably. So there's, and I am not a veterinarian, so please give all leeway to my uninformed answers here. My internet informed answers here. Yeah, you're just relaying your research. There are two main kinds of lymphoma, T cell and B cell. And most dogs get B cell. And that's the good kind. T-cell lymphoma. It's the better kind. It's the better kind. Yeah. T-cell lymphoma uh, tends to be much more aggressive. And it's not quite as common, but it's not good. And so they come back and they're like, T-zone lymphoma. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound good. And the vet's like, I've never heard of this, but apparently it's not that bad. <laughs> and so I go looking and T-zone lymphoma, even though it's a type of T-cell lymphoma, uh, is actually super slow growing and it also doesn't really respond to chemo and that's fine because dogs live a really long time if they have it. Like 70 months. Not, absolutely not 70 months. <laughs> crap. But two years sometimes. Oh, crap. Two years sometimes, 22 months. I thought I knew something and I did not know this. 100% not 70 months. All right. Um, fine. But maybe two years. So like that was good. And they're like, but we need to do an addendum because we kind of think that's what it is. And But we got to do this other PCR test and then we will have the final results. Maybe. It's, it's going to take a while. Yeah. So if you are a Patreon, uh, you heard the podcast with me talking all about T-zone lymphoma over the weekend. So we got the final results back uh, yesterday on Tuesday. And the final results are it is an indolent lymphoma. <laughs> That they're insulting the lymphoma. It's so lazy. It just sits there and is indolent. Uh, so it means it's a slow progressing lymphoma. And they couldn't tell if it's a T cell or a B cell, which I don't know how the hell this is a thing that you can't even tell what kind it is, but whatever. Do they have mystery genes, mystery cells? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the vet was like, do you want me to send you the report? And I was like, sure. Will I understand any of it? She's like, I don't really even understand any <laughs> of it. Uh, but she did talk to the oncologist at the lab. And the oncologist said, like, this is good news overall, that oftentimes this kind of lymphoma doesn't need any treatment and dogs live a long, healthy, normal life. Um, so she's like... You know, I don't, I know you guys had said you don't want to do this. I don't know this, but like, I think it might be worth going to an oncologist. And I was like, I already have an appointment at the oncologist because <laughs> when way ahead of you, when she called with the T zone lymphoma, like tentative news, um, I was like, all right, well, like we should get in to see an oncologist. And oftentimes it's months to get into a specialist. And so I, it was a Saturday and I sent an email like through the web form to the animal cancer center in Miami 
asking for an appointment. And then they called me like an hour later on Saturday afternoon. And they're like, how's Friday? And I was like, Friday is great, my new friends. Are you not in the Florida Keys? <laughs> so, um, so Friday, like two days from now, when we're recording, Ingo is going to take Remy on a road trip up to Miami on the veterinary strip where all the other specialists are. You know, we can get his eyes checked at the same time. Yep. Get some Whole Foods. Why not? I probably am going to pick up some eye drops. Aren't yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks like what they're going to do is a whole bunch of like baseline diagnostics. So they'll do a chest x-ray. They'll do an ultrasound of his abdomen. I guess they're especially concerned about the spleen. Um, they'll do some kind of sample from the liver just so they've got like baseline values. And then it sounds like we just kind of do like blood work every month or so and keep an eye on it. And as long as he's not showing any symptoms, which he's totally not right now, he's going to be fine for probably a long time. I'm not leaving him overnight. This is starting to sound like a lot of procedures. You might be there for a few hours, but it is not leaving him overnight. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. And right. they might not necessarily do all this stuff. They might just say, have mm. your vet do this stuff for him. Oh, that's true. There's no magic to if it's just a regular scanning x-ray of the, the lungs they can do that in the vet yeah the so who knows i mean maybe they like we'll just do it all here and like that's fine yeah but yeah. um anyway so we will have more information on friday um if you are a super follower or subscribe to us support us on patreon you get like blow by blow live updates every time there's like dog medical stuff <laughs> anytime we take a dog to the emergency vet anytime we get results back um i always post like live updates to the patreon so if you want that level of detail you if you want the jarring uncertainty and the the constant constantly contradictory information that we've been getting yay <laughs> yep you can join us on that journey you can join us if for you five bucks like a month <laughs> your life is too boring and you want to get some adrenaline jolts occasionally yes yep. yep so anyway i mean like it's not great that he has lymphoma but overall it sounds like he's lucked into a not terrible kind yeah i'm uh I mean, it was it was very good news, when, when yeah. even though with the sort of shrug and like, we're not really sure what it is, but we wouldn't worry about it too much and see if he has symptoms. Yep. Shout out to our vet um, who called you on a Saturday. Like, it's not a 24-hour clinic. She was supposed to be off work. She's really conscientious and really does care. This isn't just standard run-of-the-mill stuff for her. She really likes Remy and... and yep. She takes good care does of him. A, does a lot of work, yeah. So that's kind of it for dog updates. Remy's out of the cone and is trying to play with the dogs. Remy went swimming today. It was great. He was so happy. He was very pleased. He was like chomping on a ball. He was following the splashes. But now that you can see a little better, he's like almost jumping off the <laughs> off the dock. If you just give him a little I butt did, tap, I he'll do not jump. encourage. I don't he know. He likes it. Do you think he his head will go underwater? He likes bad. it. If, when I give him uh, the little butt tap, he like leaps uh, and he does a full spread eagle and he splashes in the water uh, and he loves it. I guess if it's high tide, it's not it's oh very God, far for fine. him to fall. All right. All right. Give fine. him just a little butt tap. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't throw him in. Just a little butt tap. Yeah, okay. Okay. A little poosh. Uh, next poosh. time. Maybe next time. All right. All right. Uh, Hopper got her fentanyl patch off on... Today. Well, yeah, she got the first one off. Oh, yeah. 
and and then she was still pretty sore the next day so we got a new one and we put it on and then it wouldn't stay on and so we brought her to the vet and they put it on a different spot and so that's been on since the 10th whenever that was five days ago so that came off today saturday so she was able to swim she so went swimming today yep and she uh wouldn't didn't want to get out of the water and kept wanting to go back in the water after <laughs> had her out it was frustrating for me because she's gonna overdo it she's gonna be sore and coming off fentanyl at the same time yep uh but she's doing better um yeah. guac and brody and vink and not juicy fry are all fine yeah hopper does not need the cart at present she's out of that she's she's walking around okay by herself under her own power look i know it's boring for you but people don't know this oh this is on the snaps never mind <laughs> any other dog updates you want to add i in? don't know before your eyes roll all the way back in your head looking at me <laughs> Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Under ramblings this week, it is a big day in the Golden Ratio household. I like ramblings too. The 12-foot Home Depot skeleton <laughs> has arrived, you guys. <laughs> Much anticipated. Let me just shout out Home Depot uh, text-based customer service. Like, I had texted them a little bit ago, and I was like, you guys, where's my skeleton? And... The person that I texted with was great. Uh, it was like clearly a human who was not just reading a script at me. And we had a lovely conversation. This is what they said to me. I was like, can you check on this order? I don't know where it is. It's been in transit for like weeks. So they're like, uh, all right, hang on. I'm going to have a few minutes and like call some people and figure out. That's really already good. And so as they're like, all right, it'll be three to five minutes. They say, before I go, did you know a fun fact about Home Depot? And now before I read this, I'm going to say, I thought maybe this is like a bot programmed thing. No, this is the only person who's done this to me. <laughs> so it's like maybe part of their thing. Before I go, did you know a fun fact about Home Depot is a cat once lived inside a Home Depot for 13 years. As of 2014, a cat apparently named Depot had been living inside South Carolina Home Depot for 13 years, greeting customers and lounging in the gardening department. The cat kept setting off security alarms and was subject to being evicted, but online protests led a company spokesperson to declare Depot had tenure. Quote, I'd get rid of management before I'd get rid of the cat. Well, that's, that's admirable. And they sent like five cat emojis. That's great. And I responded, Depot says cancel rent, LOL. <laughs> And uh, they responded with two, like, you know, crying LOL emojis. <laughs> so there's clearly, like, just some person who knows how to text texting with me. They were great. Um, lots of emoji use. Very helpful. Uh, they said, so they kind of got me some tracking info in a case. And they said, are there any other projects I can assist you with today? Heart emoji. And I said, this is it. Thanks. I'm excited to get my giant skeleton home. I appreciate your help. And they said, I'm excited for you. And then like 10 exclamation points and like six jack-o'-lantern emojis. <laughs> and they figured it out. Like they got me the tracking number to the shipping company that was bringing it to the like delivery last hub in Miami. And I've been tracking it. I have a bookmark in my browser, skeleton tracking. Yeah. it's a, This is like Santa tracking except skeleton <laughs> so monday the skeleton is delivered to the facility in miami that is then going to bring it to the house so close the, it's the same company estes is the company i think they oh, estes logistics yeah, yeah they deliver all the home depot stuff so i'm waiting for them to call me because they always call me when they deliver stuff to set up a date to deliver it and no one has called and so it's wednesday and i'm like all right i just want to make sure it's not lost again so i get on 
texting customer service today with Home Depot and I get a person who's having a bad day and they they were not bad like there was nothing mean or aggressive or whatever they said they were it was just a very standard like I'm gonna check please verify this and then they're like uh it's out for delivery and I was like really like can I have a tracking number is there a place I can see that and they're like here's a tracking number on the Estes website and uh is, is there anything else you want and i was like so i'm looking at the estes website and they're like you can call them here's the number and i was like okay, okay. so i go to the estes website and it says appointment for tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m and i'm like nobody called me to make this appointment we were here and it was tuesday and today is wednesday <laughs> yes. so no, i just get yesterday back right back on right i'm like i'm because you got a call and then you push a button and they're like we'll text you instead so i get back on and i get a new person who's just as lovely as the first person that i talked to like maybe it was the first person it's it's not uh because i got names of all of them oh right right okay it's a different person but is great back to emojis uh this person uses a lot of emoticons like the colon parentheses Ooh, old school smiley face emoticons. boomer um and i'm like you know here's the tracking number and uh they're like <laughs> they're like did you give your tracking number and they're like ignore me i saw that you sent it already i'm on the phone right now so they're <laughs> calling estes for me because i did try to call estes and i was on hold for like 20 minutes and i was like i'm just gonna have home depot call them um and then, and then they're like i guess i called the wrong department but i'm in the queue with the right one now so i appreciate your patience and i was like listen i was on hold for a while i understand it might take a while and they're like i see you were able to get a hold of a skeleton though that's exciting <laughs> and i was like I set an alarm for like 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm so excited for this skeleton. And they said, I love it. Okay, so I just got back some great info. They are three stops away from your house. And I said, that is good info. We will toast the giant skeleton in your honor tonight. <laughs> and they said, LOL, I love it. Oh, my God. So, and sure enough, half an hour later, they showed up with the skeleton. It's a big box. We I mean, put it, it together. It is a box. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's half as big as the car, but it maybe it's a third of the size of the car. And it says 85.5 pounds on it. It's it also says giant skeleton. A big box. <laughs> Man, the box itself, I just want to talk about it. it. was impressive. It's a huge box. You could use it as a dining table for four. We could put three of the dogs in there. For sure. Absolutely. It's bigger than Nacho's crate. <laughs> so I, I was like on a work call like Ingo signed for it and so then as soon as the work call was over I'm like I must put the skeleton together I know and then there was a huge rainstorm and you're like I don't care nothing will stop I'm me I'm gonna lash myself to the <laughs> deck uh so we got it together I mean it was quite easy to put together but very biological you do the feet and then <laughs> quite easy except when it stands up you can't reach the head by any no, not even close no like you do the feet there's like a stand and then you put the feet on the stand and then like the tibia and the fibula and then the femurs and they're like okay now you got to do the pelvis this is two people and we would prefer that you have uh, a ladder yeah. and i was like i can handle the pelvis but i was like reaching over my head to put the pelvis on and then it's like now you want to bend the skeleton over and lay it on top of the box and it's best to have three people for the rest of this but you and i did it together yeah, and they're like once you put on the arm and stand it up, you won't be able to adjust it anymore. So you got to adjust it before you stand it up. And Jen's yeah. like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then we stood it up and she's like, ooh, the hand's backwards. I can't reach that. <laughs> I can't reach the elbow. So you had to lay him back down and flip it over. It's so big. It's I mean, so it, is, big. it is comically ridiculously big. You know those 
those like wind turbine things. <laughs> it's kind of like that where it's just it shouldn't be that big, but it is. You can so we have him set up downstairs kind of like in front of where Southernmost Skeleton is on like the little patio. But if you are on our porch where the dogs are all the time, his head, <sighs> you can see his head, like his head is above the floor of the porch it's level. It's so big. And and it has glow in the dark eyes. It's like LED eyes. So it's not just they light up. It's like a little screen and they like blink and they look around oh. and that like the pupils get big and then they get little. Whoever is going by on a boat at night is going to get scared. It's going to get scared. <laughs> yeah. So I told Inga we've got to get one of those like solar lights that people get to like shine up on their trees at night and put that so the skeleton is illuminated. So I it's think not just the eyes. can we make it point? Make the like skeleton a, point? Make it point at the boat that's going by. <laughs> you, you can't articulate the hands. Well, we true. do have one arm kind of sticking out, though, like yeah. forward. Like trying to grab a soul. Yeah, exactly. It's good. This is, I mean, yeah. You're going to have fun with the skeleton for a while because <laughs> it's going to, you have ideas. I think the skeleton is not coming down. Oh, no. Why? Perma skeleton. We have two other skeletons that are perma skeletons. Yeah. Yeah, we got room. Yep. It's, I not, think it's not in the way. <laughs> it's great. So, uh, so that I am overjoyed and we had, I don't know if we said this on the regular pod last week, you had gone to Home Depot in Key West and they have one there. And I was like, I can't believe I got up at four in the morning to order one, but it turns out new. It's just a display. And then it has a, a, a um, QR code on it that says, you know, order this on Home Depot.com. Except you cannot because they're so sold out. <laughs> but that is, that's the, that's the trick, right? They have them on display. The, yep. The trend seems to be getting gianter things. Now there's like big werewolves and some big thing, but this is still the biggest thing there and the biggest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's so, so big. good. <laughs> it's so big. It's one of those things where it's like we got it all put together and stood back and it could be like, oh, I thought this was going to be really great and it's like not bad, but it's not as awesome as I had built it up to be in my mind and it's actually awesomer. We had very high expectations and this way exceeds that, those. Yep best three hundred dollars i've spent oh my god <laughs> we, it could be standing like in the water and sticking out it's so good because it's so tall <laughs> i love it so much oh it's so it's very it's very <laughs> great just because it's so giant so uh there will be many pictures over the next two months with southernmost giant skeleton yep. in it it doesn't go well with the dogs because the dogs are so small compared to, to the, like I mean, they don't even come up to the knee this skeleton could put vink in his or her hand. Yep. <laughs> I think we'd be quite happy there. So there you go. That's ramblings. Yeah. You ready for taste of the keys? I don't know. Am I ready? I, I'm, I'm expectant. I'm excited. This is another little one. It's very short and it's kind of repetitive, but it's a good one. Okay. Okay. A 45-year-old Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri man was arrested Sunday for exposing himself and urinating in public inside an ocean reef bar. Inside? Mm-hmm. Anthony what? <laughs> was charged with disorderly intoxication. The sheriff's office was called to the Burgey Bar at approximately 1.37 a.m. Witnesses stated that Anthony exposed himself and urinated on himself as well as the bar floor. <sighs> Anthony was taken to jail yeah oh he just peed on himself and then peed all over the floor we just saw some episodes of drunk history with people that are way too drunk i and feel it's, really bad for them i know i feel kind of bad for this you know he was just way too drunk and just was like yes he's I like i really I'm, just have to pee i think i'm at home took it out 
peed all over Pro- himself. Probably, right? I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. If he was an asshole otherwise, then then you know I revise everything. But it just sounds a little pitiable too. Yeah, he was taken to jail. Well, you know, stop doing that. There are bathrooms twenty feet away. You don't need to drink that much. Also, twenty feet away, there are bathrooms. I know, but if you're drinking that much, you should have stopped like. Oh yeah. Seven drinks ago. That's right. Make your third drink of of water, or what is it? Every third drink. Yeah. Is a Coke. Is a Coke. <laughs> or, or a water. I think that's a Quince Mountain rule. I think it's not a bad rule. You no, know, it's a good one. But uh, but once you're real drunk, like if you want to get real drunk, like more power to you. And once you're real drunk, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to feel better. It, there's a real slingshot effect though, right? Where you're, you realize you're real drunk and you, you have like three drinks that haven't been processed yet that are going to come boomerang and get you. We were at a thing once. You can't undrink those anymore. I want to anonymize the event, but we were at an event put on by some people that you know at a bigger event. Yeah. And so it's a thing where a bunch of people show up and they have like tents or, you know, you hang out with like your little group at the thing. And uh, one of your friends was organizing one of the groups. I I know now. It was anonymized though, yes. Yes. And uh, we showed up and your friend was very drunk yeah and by the time we had been there for three hours your friend was like barely standing up drunk <sighs> really like slurring his words really drunk. slurring but and i i don't think i'd seen him that drunk before but he was very friendly but also just almost incapacitated drunk and so at one point he was like talking to me and or me and you and he's like give me a drink and i was like i will go get you a drink he wanted like a wine spritzer and i went up to the bartender i was like like one tablespoon of wine and all club soda he's too drunk to know the difference at this point and he does not dr- need to drink anymore yeah and i think he kind of looked at where he's like what did you say to that guy about the drink and I was <laughs> like i just told him to make you a good one man here you go yeah because <laughs> it was like halfway through the event he was he had oh. like three or four more hours to go it wasn't like he was it was done and everything was clearing out. He was the host. Yeah. It was not going to get better. It was too much. I, we've all been there, but that's bad. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Anthony was taken to jail. <sighs> well, you know, there you go. I, I saw a story recently that they arrested two people in Key West who had a fast big boat. Oh, yeah. With I 55 saw gallon drums of of uh, um, gasoline in there, gas in there, and... What is it? The GPS with coordinates m- for the trip to Cuba marked on their GPS. There, there was absolutely no ambiguity yeah. about what they were. They going were going to tra- traffic some people, grab some people from Cuba, and bring them back to Florida. Yeah, they had snacks, they had water, they had gas and oil to go both ways, and right. then they had the route plotted out in their yeah. GPS. I kind of don't like that they call it a human smuggling venture because it sounds like you're bringing people for like indentured servitude yeah, or like that's right. bad stuff, and it's like you're just going to save people who really want to get the fuck out of Cuba. I know, I know. They had GPS waypoints to Cuba. A fuel transfer pump, satellite phone, gallons of marine <laughs> oil, a large amount of water and soft drinks, and numerous life jackets. Yeah, that's a thing. They admitted they were aware the fuel drums were... Oh, they were just aware of the fuel drums. Yeah, the other guy said he was en route to Cuba for the purposes of human smuggling. Yeah, apparently it's also illegal to have, you know, three fifty-five gallon drums of fuel on your boat. Just period. Well, Probably for safety reasons, because they charge them with 
illegal transportation of gasoline or something. Yep. So that that continues. I still have. I have I have heard interviews like podcast interviews with people from Key West who are just like, you know, if if, if some Cubans happen to find their way to my place, I'll drive them up to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I mean, same. Border Patrol doesn't need to know about everything. Yep. Um, okay. What's the German word of the week, Ingo? Oh yeah, this is it's not a inherently exciting word. I just want to talk about it because I had remembered something recently. Germans have a different word for everything. So there's the normal word for eating is Essen. Ich, ich esse das. Ich esse Abendessen. Ich esse Wurst. Essen, yeah. Ich esse steak. So that's that's the normal word for eating. Mm-hmm. But they have a special word f- to describe animals eating, which is fressen. Essen und fressen. Essen und fressen. And they're at least... I was corrected many times on this because I would say that the dogs, for example, are eating something, Essen. And my dad's always like, no, they fressen. And fressen is a very ugly sounding word, even in German. And it's very derogatory. If you're, tell, if you're describing someone's table manners as fressen, der frisst das aber, it's very derogatory. I was going to ask, like, do they, do people use fessen to talk about people in a derogatory or insulting yeah, way? Yeah, like if, yeah. if they're not, if their table manners aren't very good or if they're just eating too fast or whatever, frisst, frisst nicht so is the, is the saying, right? Don't, don't eat like an animal like that, right? Yeah. But it's just a word, right? Frisst nicht so is a phrase. But it sounds derogatory even when you use it about animals, probably. You know, I I feel it that way, right? Like if you go, look at those pigs eating that slop. Yeah. Even if the pigs are eating technically a thing that slop is the word for, it still sounds derogatory. Yeah. I had the same feeling. I hate words like that. But I just, I was, I think it irritated me to be corrected that way, right? Like I'm not, like I was, I was being too kind to the animals, describing the way they eat in this dainty human-like way instead of, the way it should be, which is fressen. They just, they're just, you know, eating like, like animals. Demean them a little bit more. Demean them a little bit more. Yeah. And, I mean, I could, I, I could see getting corrected if I'm saying the humans are eating like, a, you know, fressen, using yeah. the word fressen for humans, because that is derogatory, but this is the opposite. Like I was being too kind to animals. Like I mm-hmm. corrected it. It still rankles me and it's probably 45 years ago. <laughs> 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 probably if your dad ago. said that to me, I'd be like, nein, nein, mein Hund, sie ist gut. Sie ist. Sie ist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, it's just more of a philosophical insight than I'm a on your side. interesting word. Yeah. Yeah. I like us learning just like some more basic German vocabulary, too. There you go. Fressen und Essen is two different words with two different, totally different feelings. Yeah, that's that's good to know. No. All right. It's time for Ingo Corner, where you can talk about whatever you want, including nothing. Oh, I'm very pleased to have Remy out of the cone and on a good trajectory. I was a yep. little, I was really not happy with the way that was progressing. No, who said? And he wasn't as troubled by the cone because he's he a... He really wasn't troubled by the cone at all. ...pragmatic guy, but yeah. he's had a crappy life, right? Yep. He should be better. And now it's so nice having him out of there and being able to pet his head and and having him, having Remy back, being like his goofy little self. Yep. And being able to go in the water if he wants, it, it'll be nice. It's nice. It's been, it's been a long time. It's been like four weeks in this cone. Yeah, it has. It, it seems a little bit longer even, but it's been a while. So I'm happy to have him back. I'm happy to have Hops being able to swim again. Uh, 
and be off the fentanyl. Yeah. So it's good. It's good to have everyone, everyone back. It Here sure is. Yeah, we had a we had a lull, and then we had a real rough go for like a month. Yeah, that's right. And and I, you know, we're we've had bad experiences with cancer before, and it was hard to figure out what was going to happen with Remy. Yep, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. Also, I have a question: Is T zone the part of your face that's the oily oily section? It is. Which there is, is not, a T zone. It, that's right? not what the lymphoma is referring to. But yes, it's also like your forehead, <laughs> nose, and chin is like your T zone. The cosmetics industry invented this to say there's oily and there's there's dry skin. Or as something. far as I know, it was like invented in Seventeen magazine. Yeah, talk fair about enough. Where get <laughs> right, it was made yeah. up. I always thought it was dumb. Anyway, so it has nothing to do with Remy. No. Okay, fair no. enough. <laughs> Good question. Okay. Uh, any final comments? No, that's it. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, get yourself some bonus pods if you want. Come over to the Patreon. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. No kidding. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't bite anyone unless they ask you. Bye. Bye.